0: Welcome to Defining Roles, a podcast about jobs you may have never heard of. I'm your host, Kate Barrett. Let's explore the possibilities of what's out there so that we can find a perfect role. Hello, I am so glad that you are here to listen into my interview with naturopathic physician and acupuncturist, Dr. Renee Hubka. Now, Dr. Renee shares with us all about homeopathy, botanical medicines, and a lot of the other tools that she uses within her practice. Dr. Renee also shares some of the unique opportunities that she's had from working at Nike Wellness to working one-on-one with her clients in her private practice, and now some of the online courses that she's offering to even expand the accessibility and all of her knowledge and expertise. I personally learned so much in this episode, everything from the training to what the different topics and kinds of medicine actually mean. So I hope you find this equally entertaining and educational, and I know that you're going to love Dr. Renee. Let's jump into the episode. Dr. Renee, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. I am so looking forward to our conversation
1: and hearing about all that you do. Thank you so much for having me. I feel really excited and honored to be here. Let's start with the first question I always ask. What is your official job title? Well, I am a naturopathic doctor. And I'm also a licensed acupuncturist. And I also like to throw in there that I am a homeopathic doctor. So I use a lot of homeopathic and energetic medicines. And I'm definitely an intuitive and trauma healer. So kind of a long title, but those are are my highlights for what I do. Would you real quickly break down some
0: of the titles and descriptor words, because I am familiar with natural healing and a lot of the naturopathic doctors, but when they throw in the homeopathy Mm -hmm. and all of those different terms, I get a little lost with what it all means. Would you kind of give a very brief breakdown of what is naturopathic Medicine and some of the different terms that we just kind of throw around or will be talking about.
1: Totally. I would be so happy to do that. So I went to naturopathic medical school and the gist is that you know my education is the same as an allopathic or Western physician, but we learn all of the natural healing remedies on top of it, so like botanical medicine, so like herbal medicine. We also learn um, chiropractic care. We also learn a lot of holistic and um, n- nutrient-dense ways of optimizing nutrition, and um, I'm also an acupuncturist, so that's part of my, I have a separate degree for that, but I mainly use energetic medicine in addition to lifestyle enhancement and things like that. And homeopathy is an energetic form of medicine that taps into the innate vital force of the body, which stimulates healing on a very deep, powerful, yet gentle energetic level. So I It's when you have plants and minerals and different animal byproducts like venoms and things. Um, You don't have to use those if you're a vegan, but you can. And they're diluted down hundreds of thousands of times. And all that's left is the energetic signature of that remedy. So that's, I use that with all my patients in addition to supplements and things like that. But it has made the most profound difference in my life personally with my healing journey and my patients just get better so so fast and I also use flower essences which are similar to homeopathy but it's when you take um, the flower and you put it in spring water and you let the the essence of the flower kind of seep into the water and then you um, can um, store it in brandy and then use it in different tinctures and things like that so I do a lot of energetic healing because we are energetic beings, and we work on the energetic, spiritual, mental, emotional plane so much, and that's kind of the lens of healing I work through. So I hope that was kind of helpful and how I use natural medicine. That was the best definition I've ever heard. So oh my thank gosh, you.
0: Thanks. <laughs> it oh, was great. so helpful. I've Girl. never heard it explained like that, and I didn't realize that. Your training was the same as a physician, a traditional medical doctor mm-hmm. that we're all used to. And these yeah. practices are on top of yeah. that medical degree.
1: Right. So we had, you know, pharmacology and pathology and cadaver lab and all the things. Um, and, but, you know, a lot of naturopaths, or all naturopaths are licensed to prescribe pharmaceuticals, Mm -hmm. but I choose not to do that. I'm not against pharmaceuticals by any means, but that's not where I shine. That's not where my gifts are. And um, so people come to me because they want to ignite the deep vital force within their body to heal. And I'm able to do that without pharmaceuticals. So um, there are a lot of primary care physicians, especially in Oregon, that are naturopaths that use pharmaceuticals and that's awesome. And they're really good at that. I'm just not good at that. I'm really good at helping the body heal on its own. Yeah. So so yeah, that's pretty cool whenever I think about that because I forget a lot of the times because I just don't have that kind of script pad in my office. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yes. And I think there's still the awareness that's coming about around the differences. And I, in my personal life, am very much a believer in letting the body heal itself when possible. And to me, prescribed medicine and kind of the Western medicine is very much for emergency.
1: So that's just my
0: personal philosophy is like, let's see what we can do on its own through little tweaks. Because i found that your previous experiences, it's like you get a prescription for one thing, but then you have all these side effects right. that almost make it worse than the original thing that you went to see the doctor for. Yeah. Yeah. And That's the there. so I just think it's so interesting that a lot of what you work with too, the, the, the herbalism or, you know, the flower essence, they're mm-hmm. all found in nature and we're just- exactly borrowing the chemistry that's already there and maybe don't know why those things are all found together. I just find it fascinating to even think about. So I love that. No, it's so true. When did you discover naturopathic medicine and decide to make it your career path? Were you already interested in going to medical school and being a healer?
1: Yeah. So I think I wanted to be a doctor in kindergarten. It was either <laughs> become really? a Yeah, I <laughs> I for those of you that are familiar with like the Enneagram, I'm a 2 wing 3, so I'm like the nurturer, helper and also a little bit of the achiever. Um but I was always just trying to take care of my family and my sister and my mom, like just the caretaker. Um, So I always just wanted to help people feel good in their bodies. Um, But I was fast forward to undergraduate, I went to the University of Georgia, and I was pre-med. And it was I was also doing research for my nutraceuticals professor. And I was already like, at that time, I was a vegan and super into like farm to table cooking and supplements and yoga and like, really getting into, um, having a healthier lifestyle. I'm not a vegan anymore, but you know, I was just, I was dabbling and I was doing research, um, researching the polyphenol and anthocyanin counts of berries. And that was like super, super cool. And I was in the middle of studying for my MCATs, like going to the MCAT night classes, like getting ready to like take those exams and apply to medical school. And my professor was like, girl, you need to look in a naturopathic medicine. Like, what are you doing? And I had never heard of it. So I like go home, I look it up and I was like, Oh my God, this is it. No questions asked. Like this is it. So I researched the best, um, naturopathic medical schools in the country, found the one in Portland, Oregon, applied early, got in early, applied for the dual degree program. So I have a, um, A doctorate in naturopathic medicine and a master's in acupuncture. Um, and I just remember like having the conversation with my mom being like, mom, I'm not going to Western medical school. Like I have to do naturopathic medicine. And she was like, okay, where are we going? Like she didn't come with me, but she's like, where are you going to go? She was so supportive. She's like, are you sure? And I was like, yes. Like it was the biggest yes in my body. I didn't even think twice. Um, so it was magic in that moment. It was just total totally divine. Um and I've never looked back and it's it was the biggest gift of my life, for sure. Wow. So
0: it just yeah. aligned with what you were already interested in, totally. the yoga, the lifestyle in your personal yeah. life plus medical school.
1: Yeah. And I that was, you know, I had no idea what naturopathic <laughs> medical school really entailed. Like I didn't know anything about homeopathy. Um that was, the big, that was the other biggest gift I found in school. But, you know, I, I really didn't know enough about it. I just knew, like, I wanted to go the natural route. Like, I wanted to support the body's innate healing abilities. And so, yeah, that's how I found it. And I'm still in Portland and met my husband here. And it's just been – and I have a really beautiful community here and family. And it's just – it's been a huge gift in my life. Wow, And I've Where- healed myself because of it. So, yeah, we can go wow. into that later. But, yeah. Where are you from originally? Dallas, Texas. There you go. Quite a change. Yes, it is. Um, but it's, you know, it was great growing up in Dallas. Like, I had a really lovely um, childhood at times and really hard times. We can go into that later, too. But um just what people stand for here and the healing community here and the amazing heart-centered relationships I've developed here are just so deep. Um it's just a different energy than that part of the country and I do love. I mean, I'm still a Texas girl and I love Austin and I love visiting my family in Dallas. You know, it's where my roots are, but you know, I feel like Oregon's really where my heart is. So, yeah. Can we talk about some of those differences.
0: I imagine you, you get questions from people that aren't familiar with some of the natural medicine. How do you have those conversations? Or what are some of the most misunderstood aspects of your job or of the industry?
1: That is like the best question ever, Kate. Um, I think when I first started like when I was in school, I remember, you know, someone was like, yeah, massage is great. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to massage school. I mean, wow. I yeah. think masseuses are incredible. I mean, not downplaying that at all. That's right. a fabulous career and great. I'm just like, I'm going to medical school here. Like, it's just different. Um, so, So kind of like what I said before, you know, naturopathic medicine is about tapping into the body's innate ability to heal and the vital force of the body. So whenever we have a health concern or health problem, your body is not against you. It is on your side. Your body is trying to tell you in that moment, something is off and you want your body to have a reaction to something or a situation or whatever, and have a response. And when the body doesn't have a response and, you know, disease or dis-ease is so deep within the body it's not being expressed, then that's a deep problem. So naturopathic medicine helps stimulate the vital force in those bodies that aren't expressing. And then naturopathic medicine is really good at listening to the body when it is expressing an imbalance or a disease or an illness or a health concern and helping listen and give the body what it needs. So naturopathic medicine is all about giving, the, or at least how I practice, giving the body what it needs to be well and to heal. And I think allopathic Western medicine you know, in terms of more chronic disease and chronic illness, it doesn't really shine. I think Western allopathic medicine is amazing in emergent situations. Like, thank the Lord for it. Thank God for it. It's amazing. I'm so grateful for it. But when it comes to helping heal, comorbidities or chronic illness um, or autoimmune disease doesn't really shine there because it's, you know, it's kind of band-aiding the body a lot of the times. Um, But also for some people that are really, really ill, it gives them their life back. So every body is different and has different needs. Um, I'm just really good at listening and, no, and hearing what the body is saying and asking for what it needs. So then I'm able to figure out what remedies, homeopathics, supplements, nutritional advice, um, lifestyle healing, you know, trauma counseling, all those things, what the body needs from that, you know, lens. Have you noticed in
0: your practice people coming with some of the same themes or common
1: problems? That's a really good question. Um, I would say yes and no, because I, I think I treat so many different um, types of conditions. But really, I think um, people need to be empowered and people need permission and people need to be seen and heard. And so really, it's like people are coming to me because they, they need to be empowered. They need to be like pumped up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to like, to feel like, feel like they have the power um, mm-hmm. to create the life they want, to create the body, you know, the health in their body they want, to create abundance, to create l- more loving, mindful, kind lives. And so that's, that's really the role, you know, I play as like the empowerer, um, which I'm realizing more and more. And it's so, it like pumps me up because I just get to be the mirror for them. And show them just how powerful um, and amazing they are. And then they get to just run with it. And it's really magical to see the transformations um, that happen within the time of helping people heal. How cool is that? It's so cool. Like, I, 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 I just got so lit up talking about that <laughs> to you. Um, yeah, it feels, it feels like magic.
0: Well, and I think that's what's unique about. This practice or your way of practicing is that I was kind of doing a little homework on uh, naturopathic medicine and came across the principles and that one of them mm-hmm. is the doctor as the teacher. Yes, which I think the is very, mm-hmm. yeah, which is very different than kind of the authoritarian white coat that comes in and tells you what's wrong with your body, even though you that may not align with. Or how many stories do you hear of people trying to tell the doctor, this is what's wrong, and the doctor goes, oh, you're fine. Like, check a box, take this pill, like, you're fine. Yeah. Instead of, you know, listening, here's some tools, Mm -hmm. and you get to decide
1: where you want your benchmark health to be. Totally. And I think that's because, you know, in mainstream Western medicine, doctors are so pressured to have patients or to have appointments be so quick to be like 15 minutes. So there's no time. There's no time for doctor to be teacher there. There's no time to talk about a patient's diet. There's no time to talk about a patient's mental health or there's not adequate time. And I think that's the biggest issue. It's like, you know, they don't have time. (laughs) Literally they don't have time. Um, But I am hearing more and more about allopathic doctors like becoming more integrative and having a little bit longer appointments. And I know there's a lot of great nurse practitioners out there that, um, have longer visits and they're more, you know, functionally, um, educated. So that's really cool. That gives me a lot of hope for people, um, that are seeing, you know, Western docs, because I think, I know there are some really gifted and great ones out there. It's just, you know, it's hard to find them sometimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right,
0: or it's the newer holistic lifestyle model that Mm -hmm. I think is just coming about um, that plays into that new role of how how doctor is the helper, because we have such a wealth of knowledge that we're already exposed to that we can find out before we walk into the office that that's created an interesting dynamic, I imagine, for all doctors.
1: Totally. Currently.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. The reason I really wanted to have this conversation today is because you have had some really cool positions and opportunities within your career. And I'd love to dive in and hear a little bit more about your career journey. Yeah, Would you... Start wherever you would like, whether that's coming out of school and doing internships or whether it's the first positions and how you transitioned. I know you had the opportunity to work with Nike and now Mm -hmm. you're working on some um, projects to even change your practice currently. So start wherever you would
1: like Okay, that just creates that picture of what you've been able to do. Oh my gosh, this is great. I'm excited. Um, So for me, so for most naturopathic medical students, um, schools, usually medical school is about four to five years, but I added on the, the um, acupuncture, the master's in acupuncture. So my medical schooling was six years. So I had mm-hmm. a lot of time in the clinic with patients while I was in school. So, residency is not required for naturopathic medical students like you can we get a lot of clinic time and I felt like I got double because of the acupuncture side I had my own acupuncture shifts so I felt really confident going into the world and starting my own practice when I graduated um also because I studied with one of my mentors exclusively like while I was in medical school but outside of school on my own private time. I studied with him for years. I don't even know how many years when I was in school, like four or five. Um, and then I also studied with him after. So I just felt like I had all this deep healing knowledge just, just in my bones. And I yeah. felt really confident and – um I feel really grateful about that. So I knew, I knew it, didn't, I was, you know, kind of asked to do residency, like you'd be great. And I was like, awesome. I want to be on my own bus. I need a, I need a break. I need to breathe. I'm also an Aquarius sun. So freedom is huge for me. Love it. Um, right. So I'm also a Gemini moon, Gemini rising. So I just got to be able to do my thing. Um, so got to go where the wind takes me lots of air in my chart. So, I graduated school and I had to finish taking my boards um, and I knew I wanted to start my own private practice and like join, you know, not join a clinic and be one of their associates. I wanted to just kind of jump into a clinic space and be an independent contractor because I just wanted to pay rent and like, make you know, I didn't want to A lot of the times you join a clinic and you're an associate and then they take a split of the money you make. And Mm. that felt so wrong to me because I'm like, why would I pay you what I'm making, (laughs) right? Yeah. You know, I've worked so hard and I work so hard for my patients. It it just that didn't feel right. So I um, joined a clinic space with one of my mentors and, you know, just split our – office time and just went right into private practice, um, after I finished taking all my Chinese medicine and naturopathic medicine boards, and I've been there ever since, and that was in 20, what year? It's 2020, and I graduated in 2016, so that was 2017, and so I've always done my own thing, and, um, I do not bill insurance directly. I knew I wanted to be called a quote-unquote cash practice um, because insurance doesn't pay really great, and I wanted to, you know, be in my worth, and that felt really good, and that still feels really good to me, and so when was it? Last year, um, I I had several patients that worked at Nike, the Nike headquarters in um, Oregon, which is right outside of Portland in Beaverton. And they were like, you need to work at Nike, um, Nike Wellness, like it'd be so awesome. And an opportunity came up where I was put in contact with Nike Wellness last year or actually in, wait, yeah, 2019. And um, I was hired to be an acupuncturist at Nike Wellness, which is like pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good experience because um, I'm, you know, I'm like a small business and then I got to kind of have a taste for corporate world because I, you know, I had, I went straight from undergrad to medical school. You know, this is my first real job, like having my own business. And it was really cool having really lovely patients at Nike and being in the corporate world. Um, and then I was there for several months. And then, um, I ended my time there because I just wanted to really focus on my private practice and, Mm -hmm. um, I realized I wanted my freedoms really important, um, and just some other things, but yeah, I, I just wanted to focus on my, um, private practice and my skills there. So, and that's where I am now as, as far as like, you know, practicing and helping patients. Awesome. Yeah. What was it like
0: working with a big corporate company and how did, so you specifically worked with them on acupuncture, Mm -hmm. but how did, how did that corporate mindset resonate with this wellness department? Can you tell us a little bit more about maybe some of the other practices and then how, cause I'm surprised to hear that Mm -hmm. Nike is embracing some of these Um, different practices and encouraging their employees to
1: incorporate them into their, their lifestyle. Totally. So Nike as a company, you know, they really are focused on the wellness and health of their employees. That's my understanding. And they wanted to make, you know, massage available to the Nike employees and acupuncture available and, um, physical therapy. So, it's mainly a physical therapy type of practice okay. and then there were some mis- um, massage therapists and a few acupuncturists and I was the first naturopath/acupuncturist there. So that was that felt pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did practice a lot of naturopath- naturopathic medicine with my patients there. I did get a lot of homeopathy and flower essences and they were like totally digging it and they were really, you know, feeling awesome. Um so it was great. You know, I really being on campus there was really cool. Um, it was it was just like hustly bustly. Obviously, Nike is a super busy um, company and yeah, their their employees work super hard. Um, and I really enjoyed my time with my my patients there. I just think I like to go at my own pace and not that it was like too fast paced for me by any means. I just kept coming back to the, like, you know, I don't want to wake up at like five 30 or six. And like, I would take public transit there because I wow. just, I hate, um, traffic and driving. And I, it like makes me anxious and stresses me out. It's like, And I live pretty far, Mm. so it was like a total schlep there and a schlep back. Um, And I know I'm so privileged to be able to say that, but it would really wear me out. And you know, I I'm really good at listening to my own body and getting better and better as my life goes on, but I would just be so wiped out. And I didn't feel like I was getting paid enough for um, the work I was doing there because you know I know I'm really great physician and acupuncturist. And I really, really value my time and my gifts and, um, and also my energy. And it was just really wiping me out. And so, you know, I didn't want to do it anymore. And I was really, I'm so privileged I got to choose, right? Yeah. So I feel really grateful about that. But it was a great experience. I just, I realized like, I love, I love, my one-on-one care with my patients and the dynamics I have there. Um, And that's where my heart was. And so that's what I'm sticking with right now. Which is wonderful to hear because you're also using your full
0: talent. It sounded like at Nike you were only encouraged to use a half or a third. For sure. Of your potential. And so maybe that felt a little stifling as well. It did. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But I love hearing this story because I like that these natural healing methods are becoming so mainstream and Mm -hmm. so widely accepted that it's not like this strange, woo-woo, crunchy granola thing. I think whether it's meditation or being more mindful I love that that is now popular and trendy and making it on the radar of some of these bigger companies
1: right yeah it's pretty cool and I felt I felt I felt like um it was just a huge gift to be able to be there and to be part of that movement in a big corporate um environment it felt like I felt really grateful to be a part of it and I'm still grateful that I was a part of it and that more companies are, you know, giving more time to employees and allowing them to have perks like that because it's so important. I mean, our society works way too hard. It's, you know, so it was nice to be a part of that. You've also
0: been working on another project right now. So you do one-on-one consults with your patients um Mm -hmm. would you share a little bit about one of the recent things you've added to your offerings to serve even more people and that really couldn't have come at a better time now that we're all a little more confined at home and um it's perfect for remote healing yeah if you know what I'm leaning towards I know what
1: you're talking about yeah (laughs) Yes. So I do one-on-one um, holistic health consultations and, you know, one-on-one intensive healing programs with my patients. But I know that not everyone can afford one-on-one care or, and not everyone wants to work with me. You know, I, feel, I really believe there's a healer and a a physician out there for everyone um, and you have to find the right person that jives with you, that feels good to you. I, you know, I know I'm not for everyone. Everyone isn't for me, but you know, it's so, it's so important to find the right person for you. But because I know that not everyone can afford one-on-one care or they kind of want to do self-guided healing. I created um, the golden heart medicine school of health and healing, which is an online healing school where I've created a ton of online healing workshops that are totally self-guided. They're all at a really great affordable price point. Um, And it's all about, you know, helping heal your body on your own time. And so I have different workshops about trauma healing and holistic and intuitive nutrition, where I talk about, you know, healing your relationship to your body and to your food. And that's really great for people that don't trust their body when it comes to food, you know, have food sensitivities, have a hard time optimizing their weight, have a hard time figuring out how to nourish themselves. I give lots of recipes and it's just awesome. I love I love those and I also have a workshop called Foundations of Health where I teach you all the different health practices that you can use in order to optimize and open up your monteries, which are your detox pathways and your detox pathways have to be open in order for you to be vital and healthy so i talk about how to optimize your liver health and your kidney health and your lung health and your digestive health and your hormone health and your nervous system health all the good stuff and i have another workshop called daily practices for a vital well-being and they are the how I meditate every day, how I do breath work, how I do my acupressure um, self-massage every day, how I do my facial massage every day. I mean, it's it's literally healing tools and practices to help you stay healthy and age gracefully um, Mm -hmm. throughout your life. And I also share stuff about skincare. I do a lot of dermatology. um, But yeah, I'm... And then I also, for those of you that are healthcare practitioners, I also um, teach mentorships called undenumber mentorships. And undenumbers are homeopathic combination remedies that help the body reestablish homeostasis and help heal disease from homeopathic and kind of a detox, not detox, but a perspective. So... No one's doing, like, a big detox cleanse. When you're taking Unda numbers, it's just gently reestablishing health of the body mm-hmm. um, and helping the cells and the organs remember how to function optimally. So it's super gentle and amazing. So I do that too, and all those things are available on my website. Which,
0: congratulations,
1: because Me that too. is
0: huge to put together.
1: It was a lot of work.
0: <laughs> yeah. And. I just think that that is such a creative and useful tool to, to reach more people, to use your time efficiently. And I mean, it's just making the most of where we are with the gift of the internet. Were mm-hmm. you working on this pre-pandemic, like with
1: this idea already bubbling Oh my gosh! Well, I was already in the mix or starting to write my Unda mentorship classes, um, and I think my first one was in April, so that was already kind of happening. And then, and then I was like, you know, I really just want to be able to. It, it it's the Aquarius in me, like want being such a humanitarian and and wanting to help all people of all walks of life and not wanting to, you know. Not, I want to make naturopathic medicine and homeopathic medicine accessible, and not have it be an elitist, you know, type medicine because you know it's expensive. But to get the care, but you know the the workshops are very inexpensive, and I wanted to make them really detailed and really informative, and be able to sell them at a lower price point. And this, you know, having them on my website already pre recorded self-guided allows me to do that. And I was like, I'm doing it. This is so important to me.
0: Amazing. Thank you. A question about naturopathic medicine and some of the healing, whether it's um, herbalism or the flower essence, can any of those modalities ever cause harm? So my question along with that is like, If it's not the thing that your body needs, can your body just let it go? Like take what it needs and let the rest go? Or is it kind of if you were taking a prescription that is not meant for you, it would cause Mm -hmm. more harm? Does that question totally make sense? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I'd love to break this down. So, like herbal medicine, botanical medicine, herbal medicine is totally different than homeopathic medicine. So okay. I'll kind of, yeah. So I'll kind of share how they're different and how they affect the body differently. So herbalism, herbs like thyme and echinacea and spearmint and red raspberry and, you know, teas and tinctures and like actual frank herbs, Yeah, you know, in a sense, like I mean there it's all medicine but it's from the earth and it's plant you know medicine so it affects the body in a more nutritive kind of direct way okay it's saying okay body here's this substance and let it work its magic for you to help you heal and with herbs I often find that patients will react one way or the other where they will find like relief or a big change or they might not feel so good from it if it's the wrong thing. Usually, I mean, that's rare, Mm -hmm. but I would say people can get more side effects when it comes to herbs for sure versus homeopathic energetic medicine. Okay. Because... There's just – it's not – work. it can work on an energetic level, of course, but it's working on a deeper – like, not even deeper. Please disregard that word. It's working on a more, like, nutritive kind of layer. Okay. So a lot of people can – that's why you know a lot of on a lot of health websites and medical websites, for example, like if you're pregnant or lactating, it says, like please avoid this herb. you know, it can it's contraindicated in pregnancy or breastfeeding okay Be- for for the for those specific reasons because the herbs just have a different type of effect on the body. when I'm talking about homeopathic medicine, which is like homeop- homeopathy, flower essences, um, gem elixirs, those types of things. They're working on such a like gentle, subtle, spiritual, energetic level. They are not contraindicated in pregnancy or breastfeeding. They're working on a higher vibrational plane. Hmm. Herbs are more dense homeopathics and energetic medicines are much lighter. And I don't find people having um, side effects. They're not as, they won't have as intense as side effects. If anything, you know, if, if I'm using UNDA numbers, which are the homeopathic combination remedies, like they might, if we're like moving, if we're trying to reset the kidney system, or we're trying to reset the nervous system, like, or reset the gut, like, you know, patients might ha- like go to the bathroom a little more or urinate a little more or like be a tiny bit more tired, but that's the body resetting. Mm. It's not like a side effect. Um, occasionally with really, with patients that have a really low vital force or they're pretty unwell, they Typically, I typically need to build them up with like Chinese herbs or adaptogens or diet and minerals before I can go to the more energetic planes because that's just a little they need more support. They need to be built up more. Um so they, you know, they just they need to be built up before I can add on the energetic stuff. They just don't have kind of like the energy to be mm-hmm. solid to move to move through the deeper planes of healing yet. I hope does that make sense? It does. It's very okay. subtle.
0: Yeah, And I think just knowing that you can't hurt the body, it just may not be as effective or there are certain situations, you know, yeah. where you would want to avoid, because it's, I mean, it would be like you would, don't overdo it on certain vitamins, don't overdo it on certain foods. It's kind of that right. same, you want to find the balance of whatever you're putting into your body.
1: Yeah. So like herbs more people so the so the short of it is that more people can have side effects or, you know, more people can have side effects with herbs mm-hmm. and with homeopathics and energetic medicines, side effects are very minimal. And cause I use homeopathics and flower essences in pregnancy, breastfeeding, and there's no worry. Like I, I don't have to worry cause it's, I know it's going to help the patient and they're going to have no side effects. Got it. So yeah, that's why I use it so much. Cause I can, and I use it with babies and toddlers and elderly. I mean, it's just so magical have there been a lot of studies done around some of these different
0: healing modalities and kind of looked at it from the scientific, like, why they're so effective? Or is this kind of just passed down traditionally and we observe
1: the benefits? That's such a great question. So there are some studies that have been done over homeopathy, Um for sure. But the thing about homeopathy is that it's such an individualized form of medicine Mm -hmm. that it's really hard to quantify. It's really hard to measure it. So let's take, um, let's take the plant belladonna, for example, deadly nightshade is what it's called. Um, but if you, you know, So in homeopathy, there's something called proving. So Samuel Hahnemann discovered homeopathy several hundred years ago, and they started doing provings. So they would take some plant belladonna, which in high doses, if you take it in herbal form, can be deadly. Um, But if you take it in homeopathic form where it's been diluted down hundreds of thousands of times, it is not deadly at all. And it's it can treat so many different types of illness. It's great for, you know, fevers and inflammation, et cetera, but it's also really great for anger and trauma. So it's really hard to, yeah, it's really hard to be, like get a control group and, t- and study it because the spectrum of healing is so vast for every plant, every mineral, every venom or animal byproduct, et cetera, so it's it's really where the the phrase like healing arts comes into play because it is such an artistic, you know, form of diagnosis um, to be able to figure out what a patient needs. So it's like so not a one size fits all. So I think that's why it's really hard to study and do research on it. But there are studies that have been done. I've just used it so much on a yeah. personal level for the last over a decade um and used it so much clinically and with my mentors and with my patients it's just like the proof's in the pudding I don't you know I don't need to see a ton of research to be done around it to know it works because I have so much hands-on firsthand experience it's like I need no convincing whatsoever like the patient in front of me and my body you know feeling different after yeah. taking these things is all the proof I need so that's pretty cool to feel that way yeah and I think
0: for me, even when I've done certain things and gone, well, maybe that's a little bit placebo. Even sure. if it works, I don't care. It works, <laughs> you know? So yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's like if you're open and willing to try things, Yeah. if you get the result you're after, sometimes that's all that I need as long as I know it's not going to be harmful in another
1: sense, so. Totally. Yep, it's not harmful. It's the most helpful form of... If I could... If someone was like, hey, if you were to go on to a deserted island, like what would be the only type of medicine that you could bring with you? What would it be? Homeopathy. It would be my whole entire homeopathy and wow. medicinary. I mean, it's, it's insane. Oh, my goodness. I could keep
0: diving down this rabbit hole, but for time's sake, we'll sure. explore more later. But Dr. Renee, what do you love most about your job? Oh,
1: getting to – Am I gonna get teary um <laughs> getting to getting to practice from my heart, getting to connect to such amazing human beings and connect to their heart and help them heal their heart and help them live from their heart. It's just like you know my practice is an extension from of my being, and i I have had such a so many health problems in my past life or in my earlier years. And Mm -hmm. I know what it feels like to be extremely unwell and to suffer when it comes to the physical body and the mental emotional space and being able to hold someone's hand and tell them that they can heal and help them walk them through their healing journey is just, I'm so humbled and honored and grateful that this is my path in the universe and it's just it's just coming from a place of such love and respect for other people it's just like that's why my my business my is called golden heart medicine it's just cuz like i practice from my heart and you know if we can heal our hearts you know our bodies can heal if we can heal our mental emotional space and our past traumas and, you know, start to heal our spirit, which is housed in our heart, then we can do anything. And it's just so life-giving. I know that's like a long Mm. answer for a small question, but it's a big question, but a short question. It's just, it's love. It's, it's just that heart centered, loving, kind energy. I get to, you know, invoke every day and it's, I just feel so freaking grateful that I get to do it. And how powerful that you get to
0: show up in their lives saying, I've been in your shoes, I'm on the other side, let me help you get there. And knowing all that's going through their head and the daily struggles and the pain, like Mm -hmm. you've already lived it, so you Mm -hmm. get to have the mental and emotional support as well as providing
1: what will help them get to the other side. Exactly. Yeah. I feel so grateful I'm on the other side of, you know, some of my deepest healing issues and, you know, I'm so vital and vibrant and, you know, I've done the work and I know that anybody can do it and I just get to help them do it. Cause I'm like, this is how you do it. This is what we're going to yeah. do. Yeah. It's thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: Well, and I have loved hearing you share about food sensitivity and how you have healed your sensitivities with your body and i know that is such a long conversation yeah. um to get into but i think just sharing the message that you don't have just because your body is sensitive today doesn't mean that is a lifelong sentence to always be you know having issues with
1: food and avoiding entire food groups Amen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I could only eat like four foods about a decade ago and even those four foods gave me a tremendous issues. Um, and now I can eat anything. So, and I have no side effects. I have great digestion. I feel amazing. I look amazing. Like I, you know, I glow like yeah body is vital i'm not trying to like i look amazing but like i look amazing i've done so much hard work to be in a place of health but yeah i my tools and my workshop will help you get there if that is something you need because it's working from the mental Mm. spiritual piece of trusting your body and trusting food um and that's that's you know doing every single like Gut healing protocol didn't work. Immune protocols didn't work. Like elimination diets didn't work. Um, it was going back to my belief system and trust and the food stories I had about different foods. Um, wow. So, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. It's, you know, we create, we can create these um, emotional food allergies. And wow. that's really what's causing people to have emotion or se- food sensitivities, at least in my in my world so um when i when we look from that place people heal their food sensitivities and it's magic amazing yeah it's great all right we're gonna wrap up because
0: i could again keep going and going um but are there too
1: i'm having too much fun
0: oh so good are there any podcasts books thought leaders that are sparking your curiosity right now that you would like to share
1: that is a oh my gosh! I have so many. So because I <laughs> a lot of the reason why I'm am a Gemini mood, Gemini rising. So I always have a stack of books by my bed. I'm always like bopping around, podcast to podcast. Um, just so many things. But I love the expanded podcast by Lacey Phillips. Um, mm-hmm. I love Cleo Wade. I love um, what's the book I'm reading? Oh, I'm I'm doing. I'm not. I'm about to embark on doing A Course in Miracles. I'm reading the A Course in Miracles Made Easy by Alan Cohen right now just to kind of get yeah. the frame of reference. And it's it's mind-blowing already. Um, I love the book um, The Body Keeps the Score. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. Um, I love Joe Dispenza. Oh, yeah. I'm just, just like a mixture of – oh, and um, Deepak Chopra – But, um, Pima Shodron all, you know, all the peeps. I I love, I love it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I can't pick one. I'm, I'm constantly absorbing. So
0: I'm right there with you. I love all the, all the good stuff.
1: Yes, me too.
0: And final question for you. What is the best piece of career advice you have ever received or would offer to others?
1: Oh, this is so good. Um, It would be no one knows you better than you. So listen to yourself, listen to your gut, listen to your heart. When people say listen to their gut, I think that didn't resonate for me a long time ago. It was more like listen to my heart. Like what do you want? And you can have everything you want. You just have to keep listening to yourself. So try not to get too much advice from other people because – they don't know you as good as you know you. Um, mm. So really get quiet and start to listen to yourself for, you know, you're the most, you're your own healer and you're the most wise person for yourself when it comes to advice. So just keep coming back to you and keep listening to what your heart's telling you and run with it and just do it because you can do anything I've literally looked up I told my husband this I was like I can do anything he was like yeah I was like I could be a WNBA player and I could go to the moon I could be an astronaut and he was like all right and I literally went and googled like You know, shortest WNBA player, and like requirements for being an astronaut, and I could definitely be like. There's some petite WNBA players. Like I'm five one and a half. I could do it if I wanted to. (laughs) I really wanted to. I mean, mean, you know, you're fast. I could do it, right? (laughs) I could do it. And then you have to have like a doctorate to be a, you know, an astronaut. And I already have that, so I I could do it. You can do anything, guys. You can do anything. So really, it's just you can do anything. Trust yourself. Listen to your heart. That's my advice.
0: Beautiful. And I love that your story has been a demonstration of what works for you. So even though you Mm -hmm. get a really cool opportunity, if it doesn't work for you, you can tweak something else that will work for you and you'll be even happier. So even, yes. you know, you're still very happy that you did it, but then the reality of the position was different than what you truly needed. But you, you learned some things along the way that I'm sure you implement in your course right now or yeah. just different areas. So I think, but if you were to take other advice, I'm sure there was a lot of people telling you, what are you doing walking away from Oh yeah, working at Nike?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People are like, you know, the pay isn't great, but you might get a great connection. And I'm like, I'm not going to wait around for a great connection. I mean, I, that's lovely advice, but my body's saying hell to the no. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I had to peace out. I mean, and yeah, and my, my body, my physical body was telling me too, like I would just be so wiped out. So that was definitely, you know, my body was trying to tell me like, sister, this isn't right. Yeah, and, and I've been way happier just doing my own thing and you know really continuing to work on my business and my craft and my gifts for my patients. So, yeah, beautiful. It's been great.
0: So good, Renee.
1: You. you are always such
0: a delight to talk to and I I learned a lot. Thank you for clear. I mean, I'm someone that has thankfully not needed a lot of deep physical healing and so not knowing the ins and outs but even like I've tried flower essence and they were great but I couldn't like you said they're so subtle you can't measure right some of the progress but at the end I go yeah Mm -hmm. I feel good but I don't know why so now understanding how they work what they're made of how they compare to some of the other tools that you use in your practice Mm -hmm.
1: it's all so great to know totally. And I hope this helps some of your listeners. Um, cause there is so, you know, you can heal and there are so many different avenues and modalities of healing. It's just listening to your body and figuring out what it needs. That's what, that's mm-hmm. where the work is. You know, that's, that's where healing can take place. And, you know, for those of you that haven't tried flower essences or homeopathics, like that might be the missing link in your healing story in your healing journey. And it, that's what it was for me because mm. it was a whole other world I wasn't attuned to working with the energetic body because we are energetic beings. Like that's that's what we are. We're spiritual beings. We're energetic beings, mm. um, you know, and that's that's the type of medicine that turned my life around. Oh, and wow. I just see it help my patients and myself and my family time and time again. So, um, sometimes we have to try new things and it can change our lives for the better. So and that's you, what I have to say about that.
0: And you didn't find all of those until you were in medical school and then focusing on naturopathic medicine.
1: Right. Wow. Biggest gift of, gift of my life. Yeah. Wow. Totally. Mm-hmm.
0: That's so interesting that you were, you were already involved in traditional medicine and so Still hadn't found that missing
1: key right my body was so wise and I think it knew it knew what was you know coming in my coming to me Mm -hmm. and it was just like this is what you need to do this is your path um and when you can follow your heart and your body that way and your spirit and your soul it's like divine right Mm -hmm. it's divine healing it's divine moments it's divine energy and you know I'm such a big advocate for helping people find their voice, find their heart, find their gut, you know, because, you know, our bodies are on our side. They're here. They're a vessel to help us live our best lives and to help us be vibrant and vital and full of love and peace and joy and all those good things. So that's why I do what I do. And it's just the best.
0: Amazing. Will you share where your course, where they can find your courses where they can follow yeah. you on Instagram, because I know you share so much information on that platform as well.
1: Yes, I'd love to. So my website, um, just kind of the easiest place to find me on the internet is golden dot So golden G O L D E N H E A R T medicine.com. And on that website, you can, you know, work with me one on one, or it can guide you to my workshops. But I have a whole separate website for my workshops it's golden heart medicine school teachable.com. Teachable is T E A C H. A B L E dot com. And then my Instagram handle is at heart Medicine. So I try to make it pretty succinct so people awesome. can find me. But yeah, I just thank you so much, Kate, for having me. I adore you and I think you're so amazing. And I'm so grateful to be here um with you today.
0: Oh, well, thank you for your time. I will link all of that information in the show notes as well to Help people find what they, you know, may need and just thank you for sharing your journey so that people can find commonalities and a little inspiration to get creative in totally. in their career journey and in their life. And yeah, we just appreciate you. Thank you, doctor. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Another big thank you to Dr. Renee. Did you know all that? Because I surely did not. I learned so much about naturopathic medicine, about homeopathy, the difference between homeopathy and herb medicine and botanicals. And I love that Dr. Renee emphasized the point that she's not against pharmaceuticals or Western medicine but that's not where her gifts are. That I, I love that she embraces medical practice it includes both and knowing when one is good and when it's good to let your body heal itself and try different things. So I personally very much appreciated that she mentioned that part. I will link all of Dr. Renee's information in the show notes. So if there was anything that sparked your curiosity or if you'd like to connect with her, all of that will be found below. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it. I know there are so many people out there that would find this interesting or helpful in their healing journey. And it's always through wonderful recommendations that the good stuff gets around. All right, guys, I hope you have a wonderful week. This week is Thanksgiving, if you're listening to it when it's released. And I'm so thankful for you tuning in and listening. And I will catch you next time on another episode of Defining Rules.